Hey, oh, apparently we are doing a 30-second dance party behind me, uh, but don't mind that. Today we are discussing, oh, you guessed it, toxic positivity again. Yay! Uh, this is a different kind of approach than I've been challenged with lately, so I'm excited to be talking about my application and my learnings through this uh, and bringing them here. Let's go! Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo, welcome to the Live Dream podcast where we do dreams and also recover for extreme amounts of time from chest colds. It's so wonderful. <laughs> but at least we have our voice. We're being thankful for that. <clears throat> and getting sick just sucks. There is really no way around it. I know that there are much worse things that could happen to a human. Um, but it just, it isn't great, no matter what. No matter how much more terrible the world is than, than this moment, getting sick just sucks. So, <clears throat> which that's actually extremely destructive to your voice, and yet I keep doing it. It's It feels like, though, here's what it feels like. You know when you have just congestion and you finally are starting to bring stuff up and it just feels like, okay, this is going to be it. And I'm going to expel this and then we're going to be done and it's all going to be out. And it has felt like that for probably the last week. Like, okay, we're good. We're done. It's, uh, oh, no. Okay. And I just keep expecting to wake up and feel normal, sound normal, talk normal. And it just hasn't happened yet. <clears throat> but it's coming. Don't worry. I think um, we'll, we'll get there. <clears throat> so first, we're going to ground ourselves in our greatness. My great thing is just... I don't know. Being 
back in this state of energy. I felt a little bit lost, or I guess, mm, like I've just been shooting everywhere and really not harnessing the control of that. And so that looked like a crazy house, a crazy shop, a crazy podcast, a crazy everything. And um, we're taking back control, friends. And it feels really great. And I know that we're on day two of the taking back of the control, but it is like this continued forced narrative where it's just like, no, this is what has to happen. We have to have our lemon water in the morning. We have to abide to this uninterrupted schedule. And I feel like I've just been doing pieces of that, pieces of the things that I find very important. So sometimes waking up and reading and journaling and doing all the things, sometimes only waking up to walk, sometimes only waking up to read, sometimes only like only having enough energy to kind of piece together a practice, which my great thing is doing anything at all that's consistent. And so this podcast is always consistent. Reading generally is always a consistent narrative, um, but it has wavered over the last couple of months and honestly over the last year of what we could be consistent with just because, y'all, it's been a sprint moment. We know. We've talked about this. And so feeling grateful to be on day two of a consistent practice that has all of the things that are <laughs> important <laughs> for me to ground myself in. And nay, we say vital. And yesterday was the first time that I felt that impact my shop. I felt that impact my day-to-day. I'm very excited to see that correlate and carry over into today. And y'all, it's it's a choice. And I know, I know, right? I'm actively study, studying toxic positivity. It is painful at times, but I think, and we're going to discuss that further today. I think where I settle on this is that there are sucky things. That is never a doubt. Like, it sucks that I have known what helped to heal me, to bring me to the place that I am today, but I have not had time or mental capacity to bring that to the last three months that I've been operating. That just sucks. There's no way around that. There's no way around my mind doubt, darting and doubting and flying off into every single thing possible. There's there's no doubt that that just that just sucks. There's no other way to talk about it. It sucks. That's just it. And I think the only thing that has helped through that suckiness has just been people showing up to help, to to be there for me, to to help balance that. But overwhelm, I think, was just inevitable. 
you're handling a lot of things. And no matter what you do, there are just going to be days like that. And it's just going to suck. There is no spin. There is no chance for me to come in and be like, well, yeah, it sucks, but look at you. You get to build your own business. No. It just sucks. To have to put aside practices that have been important leading you to where you even are today. That just sucks. And there are so many amazing things that led up to that suck, but it just, it just sucks. It just sucked. Like, and it was amazing all at the same time, (coughs) but like, it just sucked. It, It sucked to have to sit in loneliness and silence and have no ability to remain in control of thoughts for that long of time. And to have no mental capacity to even, mental or time, to even hope to bring yourself back. Like the house was just messy. And we were not well taken care of. Although we were by the blessings of people coming in to help and my husband deciding to step in and step up to the challenge of just caring for all of us while I had to just care for this thing that I created on a whim. And I certainly did it to myself. I could have gone much slower and taken my time. But he just didn't. Couldn't, in my mind. And now I'm, I'm very grateful to have survived that storm and to be back in this place where we can implement those things and we can rebalance and rebound from the place that we've worked ourselves into. So grateful to be here. Grateful to be here with all of you. <laughs> uh, and just wonderfully grateful that I'm in a place where I can just say what it is. And I guess that's one of the biggest takeaways from this book is like that, that that's all there is to call that. That's it. It just, just was what it was. It was just sucky. Period. And now we're back here. And, and this week, grateful to be back here, but I was grateful to have built a business to have been able to sprint for as long as I could. And that's wonderful. And at the same time, it just sucked. And I am very grateful for the amount of people who just showed up to help with the suckiness of it. Because it is all wonderful and it all looks as amazing as it sounds on here, I'm sure. (laughs) I don't know if it sounds so great on here. Um, But at the same time, like you're just, you're grinding to figure all this out. Period. And there are days where it just sucks and there's no way around it. And that's all.
that's really it. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. <laughs> okay. 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 Enough coughing and drainage and things. So I have figured out, and maybe I've said this, I can't really remember, but I th think this is where I stand today on toxic positivity. And gosh, enveloped. This is the funniest, most complicated thing that you may hear today. Surrounding this book on toxic positivity, and the bookstore clerk probably laughed her head off when she checked me out, but on the bottom was a book called like Control or a Positive Life or something like that. On top, Create the Life You Deserve or Of Your Destiny or where is it? This is your destiny. And in the middle of those two books is toxic positivity. And this is the order that I read them in. And today, this is my thought. I think that it helps in how we respond in those situations. And I have been the toxically positive person bringing the wrong sauce to the table. And this is because this is intrinsically how I am wired, but also because it makes me super uncomfortable to be in dark situations, which is why one of my main life challenges was facing that darkness. And now reading this book, I am very aware of how toxic I have been in situations. And I think it's very important for me to be learning this as I continue to guide people, because at the end of the day, there are pieces of this work, of all of this work that just suck. There are parts of the human experience that just suck, period. And there is no way around it. There is no good explanation. There is no positive way to experience it. There is nothing you could come in and tell me when athletics end as someone who like that was their lifeblood that makes it feel better. And there's a... a common delivery method for how you deal with someone dealing with that, right? Like, well, it was all going to end. And I can tell you all of the toxically positive things that I was probably told, or sometimes even just like toxic and minimizing, right? And I, I write about it in my book, how we shouldn't minimize this, how we should deal with this. And in my mind, the best way to deal with it is not to deliver those same things. We knew this was going to come to an end. Uh, how dare you dream like that? Well, yeah, dreams just die and we move on and you live life like a regular adult. Not everybody gets to be so super special and cool. That's way helpful, except for it's not. But you know what would be helpful. And this is what I'm learning about today. 
just telling them that that sucks. Not forcing them into this headspace where it's all going to be okay. Because it's just not. Even taking the toxically positive approach, there are things that happen in life that are never going to be okay. There are things in life that are just going to suck and not make any sense. And there is no amount of prayer or worship or Bible verse or crystal meditation healing or positive comments or look on the bright side, find the way that this makes sense. There's something here. I don't think there's a solution for some things. And the only solution for what was my pain, the death of a dream, was diving all the way into it, realizing how deep that root went and finding a way to create a safe narrative around that pain. And be okay with the negative book title because that is the reality. And be okay with going there. There is no sugarcoating a dream ending. It sucks. Takes everything you have out of you. And that's not specific to like, oh, you don't get to play sports. Oh, what a sucky life. It's anything. Right? There are children that never got to be birthed from this body of mine that had beating hearts that didn't get to come to life that I was just told like oh yeah that happens and so you just end up burying that and it's the same with the death of a dream or it's the same with the death of a loved one or a child or anything yeah that happens and it does that's the reality but that doesn't take away the suck or the pain. And at the end of all of it, you just <coughs> need people there. That can be with you to process what's happening and not force you into this frame of mind or this narrative that's really unhelpful. Not get you somewhere before you're ready to get there. Because so often that's where I feel in my toxic positivity, where I want to take people. Like, I want to get them through this pain quickly. Because it makes me uncomfortable. It makes them uncomfortable. We're uncomfortable. Right? And it's the same as when people see the title of my book or the title of my podcast. Like, it's almost like a... <laughs> Like they're going to vomit. 
I can't, I can't. It's uncomfortable. Let's not have that discussion. And now that I'm aware, I think this is how I use this book and this narrative. It's not as if there's anything that can make some sucky situations better. Like, every part of me was ready to win the pitch competition, to come home with a big check. I, like, visualized it. I, I saw myself winning. I, I thought about it. I practiced. I prepared. I did everything. And do you know what happened? I didn't win. And so then toxic positivity came in and it was like, this is what's supposed to happen. It's just guiding you to this better place. And I don't think that any of those things are wrong. However, when I wasn't ready for that, what I really needed was just to be able to safely cry and feel sad about it. Like it just sucked. You know, I, I, I put my whole heart into it. I put every, every thought and emotion and action into preparing and I came up short and everybody can give you the list of reasons for why it did or didn't end up <laughs> the way that you wanted, but like, it just sucked. That's all there is to it. Literally just sucked. And I needed people to be on both sides of that. To be there pumping me up, getting me ready. And to be there after. For the sucky part when it doesn't pan out the way that you imagined. When the, the dream ends. And I had so many dreams for that. Check. The big paper check that I was going to like go and celebrate and eat dinner after winning with it. It was going to have its own chair, in fact. And it just didn't happen. And that's just the most recent death of a dream. But like when I think about how I was probably talking to myself, like this is how it's supposed to work out. This is blah, 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 blah. It didn't matter what I told myself at the end of the day. It was really sad and deflating and lonely. Because, you know, there's so many people there on the front side of all of these things. But there aren't very many people that make it through the strainer of the stress of the fact that you're going to be hurting after you put this much energy and emotion into something. And so for me learning this now, it's just being a better person for people who are doing this. You know, and even with the book and the podcast and the business and multiple businesses, 
all things are a ledge. And ledges aren't very big. So there aren't very many people that make it out there with you who are willing to go down through all of this with you. And should we be lucky enough to be someone out on a ledge? I think this book, this knowledge of toxic positivity is so very helpful in helping guide people through parts that just suck, through the hurtful parts. And we still have to show up to discover the root of those things. But that doesn't sound like how I might have approached this prior to now. Well, yeah, the pain is your profit, right? Because that's what I was told. Not untrue. So these things that are hurting you are really good. They're not good. They're hurtful. They hurt. They made wounds in your body, mind, and soul. The recovery process for that doesn't sound like here's some sticky notes to put on your mirror or here's a couple of self-help books to read. It is deep and long discovery. It is cryptic and hard and I can't promise she will make it to a brighter side. But what I can say is that there's going to be someone here for you while you go through this. And the greatest <laughs> thing that I had as I was going through my journey was a friend who was just always willing to hop on a call with me. Someone that I didn't even know before any of this who just was there consistently. And of course, of course, as the world would have it, they were just a random Canadian friend. Who doesn't have one of those just hanging out, waiting to be the best human on earth? And when I think about how... She impacted my journey. I think about how she was just there. Period. And that's what I like about this show is that it's just going to be there. It's, it's more about consistently coming back to the conversation than it is about really taking anything significant away from here though I hope that you pick pieces up it's it's more about just continuing the journey forward and choosing because this is a choice choosing to continue to chase your dreams to not give 
in. And that doesn't always look like starting your own business or like everybody's journey is so different and the things that you need from life are different from other people's, right? And like the reason that running my own business matches up with me is just like I enjoy the rush, the unknown, the building quickly, feverishly, the showing up consistently. These are things that are in my DNA, right? The, the free, joyful, adventurous, enthusiastic, the refusal of rules is a very important factor. And any time that you're choosing your dreams, we just want to make sure that you, you're choosing the ones that make sense for you, not just the ones that make sense for the mass majority. Because a lot of people just want to dive into, well, if I ran my own thing, I'd be happy. But it's, it's not true. It's not true. Running your own thing does, does not make you happy. I would say mass majority of people probably is the exact opposite. Because of how stress-inducing it is for someone who doesn't have the, the skill set or the, I wouldn't even say the skill set because that can be learned, the personality to run in that way. It does take a very specific skill set. Not skill set, personality. <laughs> Because you got to be a little bit crazy. I don't know. Some people are a little too sane, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> but this is just about dreaming, whatever that looks like, and being able to navigate that. And I am very grateful for toxic positivity and the way that it has helped me understand the ways in which I respond toxically because I definitely do. And I want to push people to feel better. And there are some instances where things just aren't capable of being better. There are parts that are just going to suck. And the way that we help in those situations is not trying to sugarcoat or rush their experience is just showing up to sit in and with them as they experience those emotions. The grieving, the suckiness, and continuing to show up consistently as they are in that experience. That sucks. I am here for you. What do you need? most helpful thing that could have ever been said or that is awesome I am here for you what do you need as always you're smart you're strong you're beautiful what are you gonna do change the world 
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world. <laughs>